We're talking about the horrific event in Nashville, Tennessee today. Um, Six people um, slaughtered uh, by a deranged uh, individual. 28-year-old walked into a school, killed um, three uh, students. They're all nine years of age, right around nine years of age. Uh, And um, three adults, including a school custodian and the head of the school. Um, the uh, the authorities um, spoke late this afternoon. Well, they spoke earlier, and, and some of the uh, statements that came out earlier, you know, sort of set the stage. But a lot of those statements now have been somewhat um, um, uh, well. Here's here's one. Um, Rob, please play cut forty eight. This is the police chief John Drake um, when asked if the side door was unlocked um that's, and apparently that's, it wasn't it was a door that was entered uh all doors were locked uh to our understanding and how exactly she got in at this point is still under investigation there is a vehicle uh that uh was nearby uh that gave us clues as into uh who she uh who she was and uh so but as stated that investigation is still ongoing did the school have a uh, school shooter protocol they uh did have protocol uh, to my understanding uh, we had unfortunately three um, kids that were tragically hurt uh, it could have been far far worse could have been worse but it could not be any worse for the parents of the the children who died um, later today um, this was after four o'clock um, a little bit of information came out about the shooter this is where the um, uh, where the the, the the idea had been speculated upon for some reason that the shooter was transgender. Again, I don't think that's critical to the um, to the decision um, to to the story, but I do think that it's a factor that people um, uh, initially was identified as a um, a, a, a white woman, um, and apparently was a, a person who was um, born male um, and now identified as a white female. This is the police chief again, John Drake. 49, please, Rob, 49. Yes, from our investigations tell us that she was a former student uh, at the school. I don't know what grade she's attended or grades, but we do uh, firmly believe she was a student there. She identifies transgender. She does uh, identify as transgender, yes. There was a follow-up question on that, which I think needs to be played as well. This is cut 50. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies has any motive for targeting the school? Uh, We can give you that at a later time. There is uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. Was this a targeted attack? It was. So a targeted attack with a manifesto, so they do have some writings and a map and apparently plans that um, scouted the area, knew the area, knew the school. Again, your your thoughts as to um, how, uh, why this happens as, as seemingly as frequently as it does. And I think that there are a number of um, ideas that people expressed in the first hour. I hope we'll continue to hear more. Steve and Franklin. Steve, you are next on Nightside. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, if Steve is not ready, we'll put Steve oh, hello, on hold. hello, Dan. Hello, uh, put, Dan. Yeah, Steve, we're going to put you on hold, okay, because oh, you you weren't ready. We'll get back to you. Don't worry. We'll get back to you. Uh, but we people need to be ready, okay? You can't be away from your phone, or if you have it on speakerphone, 
Uh, Rob will explain to Steve what happened, and I'm sure Steve will be ready when we call get to him again. Chris and Chumsford. Hi, Chris. How are you? Well, one, one question. What is, is, is this uh, the person who uh, works for the NRA? Is that job for life, or does, is there a way that they can impeach um, uh, Mr. LaPierre? Um, I, I'm sure I... I don't know that that has much to do with the shooting today. Um, I'm not even sure. Is he still with the NRA? Um, I really don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I think you're raising an issue, to be honest with you. I wish I had some knowledge of it. I'll try to check it out in the break. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that th- that organization, or like any organization, uh, somehow chooses their leadership. So, But I, I just don't know the answer to that question. I'll try to find out during the break. Okay, Chris? Okay, thank you, and have a good night. You too. Thank you very much. Good night. Let me go back to Stephen Franklin. I bet you Stephen Franklin's ready now. Steve, you're up. Go ahead. I'm ready, Dan. My apologies. How are you, Dan? Yeah, I think what happens, tell me if I'm wrong. You were listening on speakerphone, even though Rob told you not to. And you, you, you because there was the 10-second delay, what happens is when I say, hello, Steve, you don't hear that because it doesn't come yep. over the radio for 10 seconds. And I think that's probably what happened to you. I I've got a kind of a rinky-dink phone here, Dan. I don't think I had it close enough to my ear, but thank you for uh, your patience. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, so go ahead. Tell us what you think. Dan. Tell us what you well, think. Well, I'm, I'm your buddy from Jamaica Plain originally there over the border. I, I think you brought up some great points, you and Mr. Lesky, was it, at the, uh, the beginning comments? Uh, where have we gone, Dan, since we grew up? You were in Reedville. I was in Forest Hill. Yeah. A lot of things, I think, have happened. Well, there's an interesting poll. There's an interesting poll today in the Wall Street Journal, which we're going to get into a little bit later on. That talks. Um, I'll throw some statistics out um, for for your reaction. Um, yeah. They did this poll apparently in 1998, so that's 25 years ago. They did it just before COVID, um, and then they did it this year. So on the question of importance of patriotism, okay. Was patriotism yeah. important to them? Back in 1998, 70% of Americans said yes. In 2019, yeah. it had dropped to 61%. And now it's down yeah. in 2019 to 61%. And now it's down to 38%. Wow. Religion, yeah. similarly, back in, yeah. 2000, back in 1998, religion was important to 62% of the public. In 2019, it was down to 48%. I think a lot of that can be can be attributed to the um, the priest sexual scandals, it is now even lower at 39%. So, Yeah. Well, I think in general, Dan, too, those are all great points. Uh, you know, I think the kids, for some reason, are being expected or wanted. People want them to be brought up quicker. I know um, you had the segment last week about that survey poll that they were doing in the Boston schools. You know, yes, and your right. point was, you know, why don't they teach... The yeah. basics. I yeah. think we need to get back to the basics. I'm Another thing, and it, and it, I think, uh, you know, uh, the video games, I mean, the kids are desensitized to killing and violence. Yep. I think sometimes, in my opinion, you know, the punishments for violent crimes, uh, one of your callers, and it's a good, you know, there's a lot of call for reduction on guns, but we've always had a lot of guns in our country. That's probably one of the reasons we haven't... Uh, you know, gotten attacked more than we have from foreign countries. But uh, something changed with the mentality, I think. And uh, and I know it's probably an unpopular thing to say, 
But I thought Rashid that called earlier was going to bring this up. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't subscribe to this transgenderism business. And I think perhaps it, uh, one thing, and I think you had a couple of things from the police chief there, perhaps it could have been a little rebuke if that uh, shooter was uh, a former student there, and that's a Christian school. They may not subscribe to that. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know that, but I, here's the thing. There have been yeah. many, many shooters, okay? Uh, yeah. And the fact that this individual was transgender should not reflect upon the transgender community across the board any more than the fact that the Uvalde teacher, uh, the Uvalde shooter, excuse me, was well, he's an 18-year-old kid, um, 18-year-old yeah. white kid. Um, and you know, every, you know, people have different characteristics. I think we just got to be yeah. careful and not to um, either visit the sins of the father on the son, as the Bible teaches us not to do. But I also yeah. think you don't say, "Oh, because this person was." I think we've had variety of shooters from just about every background, and today they were making a big deal out of the fact that it was a woman initially. Turns out to be a transgender female, but I just think that it's interesting, and I'm sure that the sociologists want to know what's the age, what's the um, uh, the different you know uh, characteristics. But I just think that to focus on on a group of people for the actions of one is on is is not no no is not fair. I didn't mean to to uh, uh, say that, and I know this is probably going to be unpopular to say, but you know that any other aspect in my opinion, of our physical um, uh, abilities, other than sexuality, if we were to wake up one day and we were to say we were something that we're not, people would sometimes, you know, they would say... Well, well again, as they say, you're, of... you're taking me down down a rabbit hole that I'm really not interested in going okay. tonight, Steve. All Another right. night, well, you can talk about that. But as right. I say, I think you... I, I tried to kind of... Um, talk you off that so but i appreciate your call nonetheless thanks steve all appreciate right dan it. it's always a pleasure Have a great thank night. you good night good night let me go we got to take a break 617-254-1030 break time coming up be back with um more just your thoughts um I, again i'm not trying to push people in one way or the, or the other i want to hear different thoughts what can we do the only lines open are 617-931-1030 It was a tough day in America today. I think everybody knows what happened in Nashville, Tennessee, and what we're talking about tonight on Nightside is perhaps some ideas as to how we can uh, eliminate this. Um, one of the things that I think we could do, particularly for the high-powered weaponry, and some of you may be surprised to hear me say that, but I think maybe for high-powered re- weaponry like like these um, AR-15s, um, people need to show a real desire or uh, not a desire but a need to have them i mean the average homeowner i think should have a right to be able to defend themselves in their home but i I don't know why the anyone needs an an ar-15 now if they're in a hunting if they're in some sort of a a club um they they could be they could be some justification i just don't think the average person um needs one um, unless they can specify for the licensing agency <clears throat> what their what their need is just just trying to throw that out there let me go to Bob in California Bob welcome thanks for your patience you're next on Nightside Bob 
Yes, Dan, good evening. Good evening. Um, Dan, I feel you're not going to probably agree. It's okay. That's the whole purpose tonight is to hear from as many people as possible. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, thank you. Yes, I feel that the tragedy in Nashville tonight, like so many previous mass shootings, are only symptoms of a much, much bigger problem. They're a symptom of a problem that is way beyond the mass shootings. And I believe that symptom is two words, no accountability, okay? In this country right now, there is zero accountability. You, you, you kill innocent people like this, okay? People say that the shooter had mental problems. They all find all kinds of excuses and reasons to let that person continue to live to serve minimal jail time in many instances, that type of thing. There are apologists for these animals, okay? And I believe, here's what I believe. We have to have, to your point, what you already said, what we're doing is not working. Clearly, it is not working. It is failing miserably, the system right now, the way it's set up. So here's what I believe the solutions are. One is, if a shooter is on any kind of a legal medical psychotic drug, that pharmaceutical company is held liable along with the shooter. They're held liable. Number two, the parents are held liable, okay? The mother and father are held liable, and they do jail time, okay? Maybe these parents will start taking responsibility for their children and speaking up and getting them help. So you hold the parents reliable. And number three, we need to get into back in the capital punishment and firing squads, Okay, I read last week that some people are saying firing squads are the most humane way for capital punishment. Okay, that needs to come back, and whether it's mass shooters or people shooting innocent people on the streets or shooting police, capital punishment, period, end of story. Okay, drug dealers, if they're dealing fentanyl or illegal drugs, capital punishment, done, end of story. Okay, and at the same time, by the way, we do build more mental institutions to help out people that do want to have help, get them help. But we need to stop this nonsense in this country where there's no accountability, okay? And Ivano, if you have enough money, you can literally get away with murder in this country now if you have enough money. That is not a sustainable solution for a civilized country. All right, Bob, I'm sure we're going to get reactions to all of those ideas. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I, 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 I said the old, you don't, hold the sins of the uh, uh, father against the son. Um, and I guess from a biblical point of view, you shouldn't hold the sins of the sons or daughters against the, against the parents. But I think there needs to be some responsibility there. I mean, this this um, um, uh, woman, 28-year-old woman, um, a transgender female, uh, or transgender male, excuse me, uh, a transgender female, strike that, um, was apparently living with at least a father, so you'd love to know what what the father knew. By the way, for my friend Chris, it looks like Wayne Lapierre is still um, with the NRA, so um, I I don't hold your breath for them to get rid of him, by the way. He's still alive. Is what? We lost you. Yeah, Wayne Lapierre, according to... um, uh, checking things out here uh, on is still alive and is still the head of the NRA, um, despite no, no, that no, no. I meant the shooter, the, shoot, the, the lady who did the mass shooting in Nashville. She's still alive. Oh no, she's dead. 
Ted, police, but again, this is another example of what I consider to be suicide by police officers. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Bob. Interesting, interesting ideas as always. Interesting suggestions. Good night. 617-254-1030. Let me get Dave in Brockton here if I can. Dave, I'm going to probably shortchange a little bit, but I'm going to get you in before the newscast. If I have to hold you over, I will. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, Dan. Um, One thing that I'm really confused about is all the reaction at every level of government is to ban the weapon. Okay. Ban a weapon, make the gun laws tougher or tougher to get. The only people that are making it tougher to get are the law-abiding citizens, the criminals. Well, in, the, in this particular case, well, in this particular case, I think two of the three guns that that this um, shooter had um, with her were legally obtained. I don't know what the the laws are in Tennessee, but they were legally obtained. Let me ask you this question, and I raised this before, so let me ask you. Do you think that there should be some um, minimal showing by people who want to have um, high-powered weapons? And I know that we get into, is this an automatic or semi-automatic weapon? I get all of that argument. But an AR-15 is something that you know, most people don't have. Most most people who want to have, you know, defend themselves at home might have a gun um, in in their in their home, but there aren't too many people who have AR-15s. You know, do you think that there should be a a, a requirement to show uh, what you're going to do with it and what the need for the AR-15 is? Do you think that that could solve some of the problems? No. Okay, so here's no, my question. Because, let me ask it. Let me ask it this way, different way. If okay. if you as a gun owner uh, are not convinced of that, um, why should this 28 year old, if if they were able to buy a, the AR-15, which I guess they did legally, why did they not be able, have to say, hey, here's what I intend to do with this? I mean, what do you do with an AR-15? I mean, you you got to be you you have to have it. I assume as a member of a, a shooting club, you, you don't keep it for home defense, or do you? I do. So you have an AR-15 at home. In fact, I have three. Okay, and and you would intend to use that. You you anticipate a circumstance where you might need to use that for somebody breaking into into your front door. The, the way society is today, yes, I do. Okay. And do you think you coming, could handle the situation with a, with a lower a, a lesser caliber caliber weapon? No, 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 no. These guys that are okay. going to be kicking in your front door are not coming in with super soakers. Okay. Have you ever they're coming, been? They're coming in with with illegal guns, with excessively large magazines. Yeah. Has your I home ever been? Broke, I'm just curious. I, have you been the victim of a, of a breaking and entering at home? Uh, one guy tried right after we moved in. And what happened in, in 2008? Well, I answered the door with my pistol in my hand, and uh, all of a so sudden, so you had a pistol. Where was the air, Where was the AR-15? The AR-15 was in my locker. Okay, um, I, I gotta get you, I gotta let you go here. Thank you. I'm sure this is going to re- uh, generate some calls. I'm going to be talking with a um, Tennessee state senator who actually is the chairman of the judiciary committee, um, and we'll um, I'll raise those uh, those thoughts with him as well. Dave, I I appreciate well, it. I'm well, glad I di- I didn't have to hold you over through the news. 
Okay, Dan, have a great evening. We'll you talk too to you keep calling. I, re I respect your point of view. Thank you. When we get back, we're going to be talking with um, State Senator Todd Gardenhire, um, who was in Nashville today at the time of the shooting. Uh, he is the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, the, uh, the State Senate Judiciary, a very important position. And we will talk with Todd Gardenhire about what's going on in Nashville. And if you're on the line, stay there. We'll get to all of you as well, I promise. Coming right back on Nightside. <laughs> We are talking tonight about the horrific uh, incident that took place at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee uh, today. And joining us uh, as a friend for many years, um, State Senator Todd Gardner. Todd is also the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee in the state of Tennessee. And Todd, welcome, welcome back to Nightside. You were with me a few years ago. This is such a horrible event that you folks went through. Um, is this school within the city limits of Tennessee? I'm a little bit confused by that, or is it actually out? Or is it, it is. Uh, Dan, it's in a, a neighborhood called Hillsboro. Yeah. And uh, just right down the street from a condo that Sylvia and I have. Uh, when I said right down the street, literally maybe six blocks. Wow. Uh, so, so it is actually so the it's, city of Nashville. So, so it is in the city of Nashville. Okay, that's that's great to know. Yeah, um, Nashville is a metropolitan government uh, that covers almost all of Davidson County. Okay, fair enough. Different types of government, um, you know, structures in different different parts of the country. What is the latest tonight? I mean, uh, I, I can't imagine the the heartache for these parents. Um, I know that there's been some conflicting stories. Uh, it sounds like this um, this shooter. Uh, more information is coming out. The shooter had a manifesto and a, and had drawn a map and actually had apparently scouted this area. Do we know how long uh, this transgender female had attended this school? What, did, was she there for the, her entire elementary school education? Any information on that coming out yet? I have not heard any information like that. Uh, some of the questions you might ask me, I've had a briefing from the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, TBI. Yeah. Some of the things that you might ask me, I might not be able to answer, and I'll just have to leave it at that. But, no, we, we do know she's 28 years old. She was a white person. Damn if I know what she really was, if it's male or female. But uh, uh, she did go to that school at some point. She bought two of the guns that she had in, in Nashville and they were legally bought third gun. I'm not sure of, uh, she did have a manifesto. They haven't released. I don't think at least I haven't heard that they've released the contents of it. Do, do uh, you have, I'll ask you this question. And again, I really recognize that you get information that we may not have the right to have access to it at this point. Any idea when, when the word manifesto, it makes me think of the Unabomber, the guy who, um, hated um you know new scientific and technical developments did they give you a sense of where this man what this manifesto attempt sometimes these manifestos make no sense whatsoever um was there a a, a theme that anyone has been able to to figure out um what 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 her concerns were uh, uh i can't comment on that sorry no problem fair enough um, <laughs> that's that's one of them that i can't i can't comment right now on. okay but she, but you know, evidently she was a, a, an artist of some kind and uh, trying to sell her sketches that she made. Uh, don't know what her uh, post-high school education was. Uh, but the uh, National Police and TBI were 
extremely fast in finding out information and getting there. You know, it only took them 13 minutes to uh, 13 minutes to get to the school, and the young lady was dead within two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they, could have, they could have done a lot miss, more. Um, a lot more harm. on the um, on the issue of the the purchase of the weapons. Um, were those recent purpose recent purchases, Todd? I, I was not told that. Okay, so you not, don't. Well, she's don't, twenty-eight years old. So it had to be fairly recent. Yeah, but I didn't know if she was a long-time gun owner, or if somebody who three weeks ago purchased the guns as as part of a, a plan that had any. Um, uh, there was to me anyone who does this is obviously mentally ill. Any history of psychosis, um, you know, that that she had been suffering from. That's that's. As far as I know, that's not been revealed to anyone, if, okay. if they even know this. Okay. Is it your sense that the contents of the manifesto, however, will eventually become public knowledge, become available to the public? I believe it will at some point because there will be some, uh, there will be an investigation, obviously, and that will be part of it. And uh, I'm sure there'll be a, you know, a, a whole bunch of lawsuits filed over this yeah. for for whatever reasons and uh and i'm sure that kind of information will be subpoenaed just to see what caused what yeah. motivation this young lady had and yeah. what was her what was her gripe in life any what, any what made any, her shoot yeah, yeah what any, made her shoot three nine-year-olds i mean good yeah, grief yeah any suggestion um and again, I call you Todd because you've been a friend for so many years, Senator. <laughs> any suggestion um, that um, there was anyone else involved in this, or was she that classic sort of loner who kept her thoughts and ideas to herself, or, or did she have a social uh, social media footprint? She did have a social media footprint. Uh, you don't know if it's been altered lately. You know, maybe before this happened, she decided, let me clean it up or left it like it was, but what footprint she did leave is kind of mundane. Really? Uh, she okay. is on there with a, a, a close, uh, evidently a close personal female friend, but that doesn't mean to imply anything. Uh, there was nothing provocative about that. Okay. Uh, but it, it seemed to be a very normal Facebook footprint for whatever okay. normal means. Gotcha. Uh, and then... Um, as I, I've heard it reported today that um, once they found the car, that led them to figure out really who she was, whether she had identification on her or not. And that then led her, what we heard reported was that she was living at a family home, and I heard with her dad. Um, do you know if she had an ongoing you know, familial relationship, or was, or was she living on her own? I'm told she was living with her dad. There's no mention of a mother. I don't know if the mother is gone or died or what, but yeah. only the mention of the dad. Uh, uh, Senator, let me let me ask you one question, which has come up tonight, uh, and then I will let you go. Um, obviously, every uh, state in the country has you know different laws dealing with different um, legal issues. Um, have we reached a point, in your opinion, that when we talk about the high power weaponry that can you know kill a lot of people quickly um, and and also potentially kill law enforcement officers, do you think that there needs to be some 
representation of someone who wants to walk into a gun store and buy something like she had, some of the weaponry that she had, um, and 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 basically justify not necessarily their right to buy the the weapon, but their need or their purpose in buying the weapon. If you get my drift. Well, it's it's uh, odd that you asked that question. Just last week, our Senate Judiciary Committee took on a bill that had really three parts to it. And one of them was uh, open carry. Yep. That you could carry a gun anywhere, mm-hmm. any kind, as long as you weren't a felon, uh, had two DUIs or more, mm-hmm. uh, mentally unstable, those okay. three qualifications. Right. Uh, we stripped out the long guns out of that bill, and it also lowered the age from 21 to 18 of somebody that can... Uh, that can open carry or, or, or what's called constitutional carry. Uh, so that that so, means for the most part, just so that we define that, that means for the most part um, a, um, a you know holstered weapon or, or you know a, a, a sidearm, not walking down the street with an AR-15. That's right, or a shotgun. And I, oh. I use the example. I, I voted. A, I voted to strip out, and as chairman, I've kind of insisted on it. That we strip out somebody being able to walk down the street or walk into a bank, yeah, with a oh. with a loaded shotgun, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the key word was was intent to do harm. Now that that's kind of a funny wording. Uh, that means that that shotgun has to be empty. Well, now what are you going to do? Walk up to somebody and say, "Is your shotgun empty?" Or yeah. has you got two twelve right. gauge? Uh, Shotgun shells in there with double alt buck in it. So, so well, know, let what, me let me ask you this: I, I've known you a long time, and I know you're a strong Second Amendment guy, and I and and I understand and respect yeah. that. But what I'm saying is that if if somebody, let's say, is a rancher or a farmer, and they have coyotes who are coming killing their animals, well, that's a pretty clear justification where they might need, uh, you know, a a, a semi-automatic weapon. Um, well, we ex- we exclude hunting on the long gun part. I should have mentioned that before. If you're a hunter. Or you're a farmer, and and that's part of your job. And obviously, getting rid of coyotes, which we have a lot of down here. Yeah, we do uh, too. I, I know animal activists won't like me saying that, but you know, you've never, if you've ever seen a coyote tell up, tear up a, a cow or a sheep or or a horse or something, you'd you'd appreciate yep. getting rid of them. Yep. But uh, you know, the, in those types of situations, somebody can they can carry it on their own property. They can't go on their neighbor's property with a long gun and shoot the coyote. But sure, no, can, I get that. But, but what, what about you know? Again, maybe an age thing here, but uh, but but and would someone would have to show not just their right to purchase one of these guns, but some sort of a need. Now, again, you know. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine what need you would show, but let's say you worked as an overnight cashier at a, at a store in a high crime area, maybe maybe something like that, or you lived alone in the in, out in the country and you needed that under circumstances. It, again, without infringing on people's Second Amendment rights, is it conceivable that you think a piece of legislation could be crafted, if not just in Tennessee, nationally, which would take the these type of guns out of the hands of the kid that killed 26 people in Newtown, Connecticut, um, the, the the kid down in Uvalde, Texas, um, who went in and slaughtered, you know, 17 students and uh, and two teachers. Well, uh, Dan, we're looking at the we're looking at the symptoms. We're not looking at the cause of the shooting. Number one in Tennessee, a bill like that 
where you have to explain why you're buying a gun, at, at least in my lifetime, won't pass. No, I understand but that. I, you, I didn't expect that you're going to endorse it. I just wanted to get your reaction to it. No, I mean, you, it yeah, is, it, you know, it, pol- it, politics is always the art of the possible. I understand that, Todd. <laughs> I do understand you know, we that. Have a, we have a super majority in both the Senate and the House. Uh, the, the chairman of the judiciary in the House and myself and the governor and the speakers, we all are in sync together on the Second Amendment. We try to approach it reasonably and uh, and, and do it that way. But, you know, what causes these people to go off the deep end and shoot children? That's the problem. Guns are not the problem. That the, what, what the root cause, that, that's what we got to dig into. Find yeah. out what it is. And, and, you know, were they on medication? Were they bipolar? Yeah. Uh, well, that might not be the that might, that might not be the problem, and I agree with you. But but it is the um, it, it it does provide them with the the firepower to um, actually activate that that problem or effectuate that problem. Um, and I'm just wondering if at some point um, the the the, the pro gun community might be might be, if they don't do something on this, then then the force of uh, public opinion would come down on them stronger so that no one would have the right to have that, that, that caliber weapon. That's, well, that was my thought. You know, it's, it, it's a sad commentary that within five minutes, five minutes of these children and three adults getting shot and killed within literally four miles of the state capitol, mm. within five minutes, there were pickets outside our legislative, our, our capitol building with signs already made up. Now, they probably made them up on the spur of the moment, but they were ready to go, and they're taking advantage. You know, who was it that said uh, never let a crisis go go unnoticed uh, or however that say? I, I think it's the former mayor of Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, uh, who was uh, President yeah, Obama's yeah, chief pro- of staff. Probably correct. Do- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd Gardenhire, thank you for your time, and um, uh, please give our... our uh, uh, you know, our, a hug to um, everyone down there in, in Tennessee uh, from, from, you know, fellow Americans here in New England. Thank you, my friend. Dan, good to talk to you. Thank you. Anytime. We'll talk to you soon. We'll take a quick break. Um, you heard some remarks. Gives you a sense of what's going on in, uh, in Tennessee tonight. Uh, we will be uh, back with more phone calls. Uh, and we're just looking for your, your thoughts and your ideas. You can comment, obviously, on what Senator, um, State Senator, Chairman of the Judiciary Committee down there in Tennessee, Todd Garner, had to say as well. talking about by the way I'm, um, I've been corrected that this individual um, who committed this horrific crime today uh, was born female uh, and is a transgender male used male pronouns so born female um, and again um, I apologize for any confusion that I might have uh, contributed here um, let me um, get back to the calls and I'm uh, gonna go to Ron in Brockton Ron appreciate your patience you're next on night go ahead Ron. Damn, last time we talked, I was kind of hot-headed, but I'm um, over that. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. Um, the only way we can stop this is if we protect the children like we do the prisoners. When's the last time you heard of a mass shooting inside a prison? 
Well, it's a different sort of situation, but uh, so what what specifically are you recommending? Um, a fence around the school, a guard at the gate, again. I mean, that's yeah, well, that. like, like, you you certainly, I assume, could make schools as um, impregnable as <laughs> as a prison. Yeah, I mean, and then you said to buy a gun, you have to tell them what you intended to do with it. No, what I said was. Uh, I, I'm asking this as a question that uh, I think people have the right under the Second Amendment to purchase a gun to protect themselves but do you need to have do you need for a more powerful weapon to at least present to the police department to the licensing agency because that you now have to be licensed as you know to, to carry a gun uh, legally um, do you meet, need to make some representation say, hey, I need an AR-15 because, hypothetically, you know, I'm a farmer no, and there's no. coyotes. Uh, fine. No. But if somebody's living in an apartment in downtown Boston, um, do they need an AR-15? You never know uh, what's going on in the next couple of months or years when China wants to and Russia want to do something, and the people coming in that's over our border. Yeah, so you mean that we, we could fight the Chinese or, or Russians if they were to invade us? I mean, hey. No, just ask if, if that's if that's your if if that's the rationale. That's that's the rationale. I'm just saying you yeah. presented yeah. then a rationale to a police agency and said, "Look, I want an AR-15. I I live in Brockton, and I want to be prepared just in case the." The, the Chinese or the um, the Russians invade? Well, we're, we're the only country that's really never been invaded because everybody has a gun, and they know that. And another thing, I mean, when I go to... We Biden, also have nuclear like, weapons, too. <laughs> that yeah, may have I know, been everybody does. We're not, we're not talking about those right now. No, 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 but I'm saying I think that we may have not been invaded. We've had some a, a better geographical location than a lot of the countries in Europe. Go ahead. What's your other point? I want to give you another minute here. Go ahead. Okay, give me a couple minutes. Um, the, when I go to buy a new truck, the guy ain't going to ask me what I intend on doing with the truck. I mean, I could take out just as many people with a pickup truck. Troika, and yeah. I with a assault rifle. So right, but, but there say, is yeah, a, drive there, there's, there's, we're, we're now beginning to see a body of evidence that a lot of these deranged individuals whatever their background, that they, their, their weapon of choice seems to be uh, one of these semi-automatic weapons. And another thing, you said, what can we do to stop it? Well, I remember when I was 16 years old and Brenda Spencer shot up a playground, a school playground in Cleveland. She was 16. That's 44 years ago, and nothing's happened since for 44 years. You, you've heard of the Boomtown Rats, right, the band? Not really. I'm not a big music well, the, guy. The, the, well, the song is, I don't like Mondays. And that was her experience. Yeah, right. I heard that. Yeah, I, I understand that case, yeah. But I didn't know it was the, yeah. whatever. Um, was I'm her. flat out of time, so I, I got to let you go, Ron. I got you in <laughs> before the news, and we got a lot of, a lot of conversation. If and if the, if, the, if the Chinese are coming over the border, I'll see you at the front lines, okay? But listen to that song if you get a chance. Yeah, it's a I, fast I, I'll song. try. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ron. Got to go. All right, we're done. we'll come back. Uh, we've got a bunch of folks in the line. You will be up first. I used to mention you by name. I'm not going to do that anymore. Back on Nightside right after this. <laughs>